I really wanted to let that one play out a little bit, dude. Honestly. It is a jam. It's a jam and a half, dude. How's things going, Paulie? They're going pretty good, John. How are they going with you? Everything is wonderful. This is episode three. Welcome back, everybody. Episode three of Missing the Fairways. Look, guys, for anybody that's been on the East Coast living right now, <laughs> you've had some terrible weather. I mean, honestly, the worst. So we really haven't had, like, Mary, Mary, Mary. We haven't had very good weather at all. It's been windy. It's been rainy. She's been, like, shitty. So most of our stuff was, like, pretty much closed up. All the courses were closed. You couldn't yeah. even walk them. It was, yeah. 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 We're not, like, complete pansies. We just couldn't go out and play. Yeah, they were just like, no. The, I, I probably, I think I said to you at one point, like, hey, man, are you going? <laughs> I was going to work. It was this past Saturday morning. It yeah. was 40 degrees, wind blowing sideways, like gale, gale warnings, like up to 60 mile per hour gust yeah. winds. It was just nasty. And it made me so happy that you were like, are you going golfing right now? And I was like, that makes me feel good. It, it's it felt, like it felt nice to just sit inside all day, though. Uh, yeah, I literally, it, yeah, it was. It, the weather was terrible, but like it made me feel good. I'm like, yeah, John thinks I'm hardcore enough to go golf. Yeah, but, I, I was. I and was you also kind of jealous. And, well, but you would also know that I wouldn't tell you because I would get some. You would give me so much shit for like, are you stupid right now? And I'd be like, yeah, clearly. But I mean, come on, you know, I got to get the practice rounds in, man. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I mean, yeah. So it's it sucked out, um, but. We're gonna we're gonna kind of we're gonna try to keep our current episode structure. We thought last week's episode was pretty good. Yeah. So like we're gonna we're gonna do a couple things this week. Uh, basically, we want to talk about at this point in the game when you're allowed to go back out golfing. Yeah. Being prepared for your course trip. We're gonna talk about uh, collective groups online, like just a couple people that you might want to consider joining because they offer just some really decent information yeah um i mean and they're and it's really cool like there's a couple clubs out there that are that are really cool um i'm not huge on it but you are and but after this episode talk, john will be i might yeah i might be i might we're be. gonna be everyone's gonna be informed yeah exactly uh <laughs> we hope so yeah <laughs> we hope so um and then i'm gonna do a gear review um and then paulie the the my favorite segment is the fyi of the week and yeah. then and then you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna bust out. Oh, I don't even want to tell people what we're gonna talk about. I think I just want to make it a surprise, man. Yeah, I actually just got an email about it too while we were sitting here. So that's definitely gonna be good, dude. Yeah, it's gonna slap. Um, and then obviously, last but not least, we're gonna finish off with a course review. Um, somewhere nearby us. Like I said, if you are a East Coast golfer mainly, but everybody should talk. Everybody should be talking about this podcast at this point, right? I mean, come on, we're like yeah. famous. We have like fifty-eight followers on the internet. Shout out, yeah, all fifty-eight. Um, we're actually getting <laughs> some good traffic flow. Um, we're definitely going to get more consistent with the with the Instagram, Twitter. We really haven't dived in with, but we really haven't had a chance to start making the content that we want to make. Um, I'm going to be going away on a honeymoon tomorrow so unfortunately that's gonna you know but next weekend we're hoping to start getting some stuff together um, i'm going to get a uh upgrade one of my two macbooks f to something after the reagan administration so it's gonna be great it's yeah gonna we're gonna feel good yeah we're, we're making we're making efforts tons of efforts well i had to upgrade my macbook because uh actually right <laughs> after the the last episode we recorded um i dropped it 
right on like on the sweet spot it's like almost like when you're watching mma and you watch the dude get hit like right you know in that bone like oh, in the yeah. bone right they below can... his ear and it's just like lights out that's how it was for this it started flickering and then boom done yeah so absolutely yeah um but our course review is going to be something some something that we've been playing uh relatively regularly because it is three miles down the road from us and it's cheap and it's cheap and it's fun it's like one of those courses so uh, stay tuned, guys. Um, as always, we're going to start by saying, let's just do it. Like, follow, subscribe. Come on, hit us up on Apple Podcasts. Email us. Share with a friend. Yeah, share with a Share with someone you friend, hate. Dude. Yeah, that, that's the other thing. Yeah. You know what? This podcast, even if you hate it, just be like, hey, man, you should listen to this so that you've <laughs> wasted a fucking hour of their life. Yeah. We're on Instagram at Missing the Fairways, Twitter, Fairways Pod. So find us. Yeah, what's our email address again? Email address email address is missingthefairways at yahoo.com. We tried to get an AOL account, but we failed. We just we just fucked ourselves. We should have gone for AOL. We should have tried harder. My man. I appreciate it. That would have been funny as heck. <laughs> I can appreciate the hustle. But. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. So look, dude, let's get right into it, man. What do you think? Yeah, I'm here for it. Course preparation. So the first one is I feel like this is something that you do more now, now that like I should say like this year, like after like kind of the conclusion of our 2021 season cleaning clubs. Are Fuck you, yeah. You know, like or do you feel like you're more um, I want to say anal about it, but like more conscientious of like, OK, we played in wet conditions like yeah. I really need to do this. Yeah, I think uh, I think now it's like every other outing i'll try to give it a give it a good scrub just yeah. real quick i mean it takes about an hour i'll do the, the scrub and the polish i actually borrowed it from you and never gave it back so that's i should probably get some more my clubs don't have they're all a, a flat finish so it doesn't help me out too much oh i just like to polish it because you know it, it makes them feel clean yeah yeah absolutely i mean so for those of you looking to clean clubs um easiest way to do it is get yourself just a, a bucket of warm water and then what I found is I just use like some dish soap and then uh, I just got like a scrub brush, even like a, one of the nail brushes where it's like, a, you know, an inch long bristles. Like if you're if you don't have a lot of space to have a bunch of different things, but that really gets in the grooves, really helps you clean. Obviously, after it rains, you need to empty your bag, you know, if that gets wet, so nothing gets gross. But even the dish soap and stuff like that'll bring your grips back to life. Like if you're kind of on the fence of getting new grips, if you do clean your grips, like chances are. If they're a standard, some kind of ribbon tie, unless they're uh, like a leather type, uh, uh, not, uh, not, I shouldn't say knockoff. You can get grips now that emulate the old leather wraps. Those and water do not mix. But if you have a standard honeycomb or kind of leather wrap, or um, oh, I forget what the fuck they're called. I mean, they're fucking rubber, essentially, right? Yeah, but there's like oh, a cord. So if you have a cord, like uh, if, you, if you play tailor-made wedges, all your tailor-made wedges come with a lampkin cord and that cord if you wet that and you clean that your standard golf prides if the ones your dad had 25 years ago those are all a cord those if you wipe them down will get grippy again paul just fucked you up with some knowledge <laughs> again once i remembered the word cord <laughs> that was the hardest part yeah no I, I do like to clean my shit i like to clean the clubs um i was actually at a point where uh, i was thinking about like cleaning my shoes off and everything but I, I got a little lazy. But you have that. leather shoes now. So that's another thing like, you know, and, and you can attest to this because I went leather right off the bat just because that's what I had back in the day. 
you know, unless you're playing like in the summer when you know that like it's dry and we usually get out there like at the, you know, right in the morning when there's the dew and stuff. Yeah. A leather shoe, I mean, it just slaps. Like it's you your socks don't get wet. Obviously if it's super hot out, you know, you're gonna have the heat and whatnot, but the uh, you got the Under Armour ones, the Jordan Speeds, and they're pretty freaking sweet. Yeah, I really like them. I I always fuck up by getting white. I always get that's white. the best though. I, I mean, all, every single pair of mine except for like my uh, my knockoff Jordans and my um, and my one pair of Nikes. Like, but white is just classy. You can wear it with anything. Yeah, I mean, it looks they look good, but you know, like I said, I feel like I got to keep up on them. But whatever. I did make the mistake of buying white Roshis when I first started. So I was always the guy that was like, I don't fucking need Dolph shoes, man. Like, I, you know, like, yeah. it's stupid. And then I actually bought them, and I was like, oh, they, they do serve a sense. very good yeah. purpose. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I stick with the, I stick with the Speeds. They, they're very comfortable. Um, yeah, and you're, you don't like cleats. You're not a cleat guy. I'm not a cleat guy. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a spike I'm a spike list yep. guy, I guess. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Paul was like, you. go ahead. Go <laughs> you, ahead. You say got the word. This. You're you doing got it. <laughs> Yo, I will. Can we touch on this real quick, though? Yeah. My man. So it is <laughs> so hard to get Jordan golf shoes unless you want to spend like four or five hundred bucks on eBay. And I enjoy like a good sneaker, but I won't spend like I'm not a sneaker head. Now, work right. boots, I'll spend 275 bucks on a pair I have of no boots. problem with that too. Won't even bat an eye. Yeah. You know, you, yours where you you're, you go through them quicker than I do, but like I, I don't I'll still buy a new pair of year. I don't care. Yeah. There's just something about sneakers that like if it's over like 150 bucks unless it's like really really something that I want particular to a need or whatever, like golf shoes I don't care because I know I'm going to wear them and there's a use to them. But um yeah, so I was trying to get I want a pair of Jordan cements. I want them so bad. The cement fours and like you just can't get them, and I want one with the spikes. I will say, look these up. Like you know, what I'm saying? if you don't know what they are, look them up, and you'll so, be like, "Damn, they're fucking cool looking." So yeah, so I did. Uh, I found on eBay a pair of Jordan golf shoes, and but they're somebody took, and I, and like I said, I'm not a huge sneakerhead. They're a pair of Jordans. <laughs> I'll post. I'll post them on the group or on uh, on the Instagram. Please fucking do. Somebody took a pair of actual Jordan basketball shoes, and they then <laughs> took a pair of so they're Jordan eleven or they're Jordan retros, but they're not the eleven. They're uh, white black. Tried to get the Jordan eleven retro golf shoes and lows, and that didn't happen. Anyway, someone took off the bottom of a Tiger Woods golf shoe, one of the Nike Pros, cut off the one off these Jordan. And then just glued it on there. I think you were embarrassed about your purchase after you got like not after I got it. Well, like, so it, like, hmm. in the pictures I sent it to you, and you're like, I don't know, it looks like there's like some dirt or something on the side. I'm like, yeah, nah, like I think it's just the crappy picture quality, and it actually wasn't dirt. These things were clean. The white is pristine. Like they are in such good shape as far as that. The only issue was where they cut the existing, <laughs> the existing sole off, and then put the one on they're honestly the fucking i've never seen them up close but i was looking at them going i i can't see paul pulling these off right now like i've never seen them in person and i've always like every time we've gotten out of the car i'm like is today the fucking day he's gonna throw the fucking jordans on <laughs> is today the day so please be today here's the kicker is like there are because like there are it's an actual legitimate jordan shoe it was just piecemealed together afterwards 
they're super comfortable. I yeah, I know, and I and I think I did tell you that I would relentlessly make fun of you. I might hit you like, you know, a couple times. Yeah, but I, I'm not gonna like, I'm not gonna ruin your day over it. No, no, I know that, but like, I also feel like I, to like walk out there like with the swagger of the Jordan golf shoe and this and that. I mean, my buddy Anthony, he's one of our listeners, big man. He's like, you know, dress good, play good, and I 100% agree. I don't play good enough. To be, if I actually was able to get a legitimate pair of Jordan <laughs> golf shoes to walk out with them, like you're gonna expect, like, damn, like this guy knows how to play, like he's got Jordan golf shoes. I'm like the fat kid that's like parents have money in fifth grade, it's and just, I have like the fresh pair of like Gary Payton not, shoot basketball shoes. Dude, you had GPs. I did with the zipper oh, on the man, top, dude. But I was shooting free throws too. You know what I mean? Like I just can't pull it off. It's just not like I, I mean, it's not me. It's not your style. For anybody that has played golf with me or seen me play golf, I take pride in dressing like a seventy year old man. He literally dresses like he's. I wear nothing but. I mean, I have a, a pair of. Uh, I have the Nike Zoom Victory leathers. They slap, except that the spikes keep falling off the bottom. And they, oh, and he, every time you're going, oh, I just got to get new ones. I just got to get new ones. So, okay, so this goes kind of to course preparation. Yeah, um, sure. And how, how if you have a certain routine or like a certain way that you prep, at least for myself, how it messes me up. So John and I and uh, our buddy Sea Dog went out to play around at uh, CV Marriott by. It's a nice course. It was wet. It was raining intermittently. I opened the back of my truck. There's my golf clubs, and I just go, fuck. Literally. And John's like, what? And I was like, my dumbass forgot my shoes. Fucking no golf shoes. Mind you, I got like four pairs of golf shoes in my pole barn. I grabbed the one pair. I walked over. We, I had, and I, for whatever reason, I put him down and then I walked out. And then this last time we played, I almost did the same thing, but I turned around and double checked and they're still yep. sitting there. So I went to the pro shop. I'm like, great. I'm about to, you know, I'm about to spend $300 on a pair of $200 shoes. But luckily, I was able to get uh, a brand new pair of the Foot Joy Flint Series um, with the spikes, and I got them for 150 bucks. And right. they're like 230 new, so like, or and, 230 in stores. And I fucked up too because they had the Jordan ADGs. Yeah, they have the golf shoe there, and I was like, dude, you just gotta buy that. I, dude, you gotta buy the Jordans, and you're like, they're not the ones. I I know. So I bought the ones that your grandfather had. Yep. But I like that. I like my navies. I like my pastels. I recent. I got. Some, I wore a visor the other day. You have vests with like some random company name on if it. If you shit. would have told me twenty years ago that I was going to be wearing a vest, I'd kick my own ass. And now, it is my favorite layer piece. Dude, I saw some pictures that your mom showed. The the sports vest that you had, the golf vest that you had. My mom, the saint that she is, always sewed us. She made us costumes for Halloween, and they were always way better than the store-bought crap. Like, she showed me a whole Power Ranger one. But, yeah, she I sent John a picture, and my mom had this old print fabric um, for golf, and I was, like, probably, like, five or six, and I was at my grandmom's golf course, and it's me wearing the vest. And I sent it back to her the other day. And I was like, can you make me one of these? And five minutes later, shout out to my mom, like, sent me the fabric that she purchased on Etsy. And, and then was like, what kind of cut do you want? I'm like, I don't know. One made for a large individual. Like, <laughs> can we post that? Can we post that one picture? Of oh, you yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, tie, we'll, yeah, we'll tag my mom on it, too. We'll, yeah, we'll throw it on Instagram. Yeah, shout out her Etsy store. She makes killer blankets. Fucking killer, <laughs> dude. She made us hats for Christmas. Um, as far as as far as my dress is concerned, I am the exact opposite of you. <laughs> First of all, I'll wear I'll wear anything comfortable, of course, w- within reason. Meaning, 
I won't wear like gym shorts, okay? Right. And I think I don't know why this is a kind of a jerk off move, even when we're going to a municipal course such as Green Tree, like we're we're gonna review them today. But uh, when we go to like even one of those, I'm still like I gotta dress for like I gotta throw even a shirt. Even when we on. play like Hamilton, like we're not super big hoodies while golfing guys, and that's like no. a, a big topic in the golf community right now. But um, yeah, like even Green Tree, I don't know. It's just I think we've talked enough personally and and you'll you guys as listeners will will understand throughout the show like we like the experience of golfing that you know being some being a part of something maybe like a little bit bigger than us and yeah. you know the community and the the course expectations and holding everyone the integrity to be a good golfer or at least it require, requires a ton of integrity that you're not going to cheat that you're holding yourself responsible you're fixing your divots blah 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 and like I feel like we hold ourselves to a little bit of a higher standard when we go to a lot of these courses. It's just it's just fun to be to feel like that for a little while. We you wear I mean? we wear jeans yeah. and hoodies because our jobs require that. Because if we wore anything else, like a, a new hoodie is good for like three days, and then it's just yeah. I mean, I, my winter hoodie, like those big thick ones that I get, yeah. they last for a season and then they're dead. That's it. Yeah, that's it. So I mean, it's just fun to do that. Like it's yeah. just fun to dress like an asshole from time to time. Like I, I always buy like real loud shirts, real loud, loud, loud shirts. Uh, but <laughs> it gives you a chance to express yourself too. Yeah. You know, it's fun. I mean, you look at half the stuff that the, the PGA pros wear. You're like, like that is god awful. I mean, yeah, know? they're just getting. I mean, they probably got you know, fucking what's they, his name? They like, get they get a package like yeah. the day that they arrive, and it's like here are your pre planned outfits. Right, like Rory. Yeah, you know, like he's not picking that shit out. Uh, we gotta be honest, closet. dude. Nike, as far as their course apparel, like what that they make a lot of their pros wear, is just terrible. I know, but I have like I have a Nike collared shirt. I have a Nike golf shirt, which I I, I plan on wearing to the next one. My mom actually got it for my birthday. It's like real loud, like green, like neon green. Yeah. Like it's just a fun shirt. You yeah. know what I mean? But like they don't even give them that. They always have yeah, like goofy geometrical signs, like uh, things on it. Yeah, it is goofy. So here's a question for your prep. If you know, like, you know, you finish your last round, you don't touch your golf bag, and then you walk up to it for next week, what are the things that you're either checking to make sure you have have enough of, or, like, what are the things that you normally are like, I need to add this to my bag? So, literally, every time I go, no matter what, yeah, I add tees and balls. Okay. Period. Um, I always check and make sure I have a fresh pair of socks, but I'm not doing that anymore because uh, as part of my prep, I actually <laughs> bought a pair of slides. Like, I just bought a pair of Adidas slides. He's walking right off the basketball court. Right, yeah. Like I'm wearing, I'm wearing the slides to the course. I'm looking like a total friggin' idiot walking into the course, doing the whole thing, you know, get, you know, paying and all that stuff, and then I change into my speeds. You know, I feel good. But it's just it's just easier. Like it just makes it so much easier. We have we don't have or we don't have access to even some of the private courses that we do have that at least I've experienced. Um, you're a lot like you put your shoes on in the parking lot. Like there's certain places where yeah. that's frowned. Like nobody around here. And yeah, it gets dude. just all free for all. And it's it's kind of like I mean I don't know why, but that's kind of weird. Like even so, like Shoregate, beautiful golf course, expensive to play at. That's not like they. They they have a pro shop and a bathroom like that's it like you're yeah. you're doing it there you know no nobody offers like a, a locker for a day you know it's not like you're yeah. going to the gym and you get the key and <laughs> you throw it in your bag kind of deal yeah so that's that's so odd I don't know it why. is but all right so what about you what are you throwing in there um I 
Yeah, I'm I didn't think, to think it was a difficult question. No, like I'm trying to think. Like I, I I've been, I I usually count like how many golf balls I have, and then, you know, depending on what the what the mood strikes me, and like I'm I'm swapping out a ball marker and a divot tool just because yeah. I'd be like that. Right. I always I always pack I always pack like the the good balls that I want to play with, and yeah. then the balls that I have that I'm like ah, I'm gonna give these a break for a while <laughs> in case I start fucking my day up yeah. and losing a bunch of balls. I'm like, well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna lose the cheaper ones. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but I mean, dude, I don't well, know. Well, I'm, well, so here, like, so I'm prepping to go to. We're going out to Lake Tahoe, and we're not bringing clubs with us. Like, it's our honeymoon. I, I can't do that to Ashley and, and make her golf. Does Ashley know that you went out there for content at this point? <laughs> <laughs> that's what your honeymoon is. Just, uh, oh, this is a content. She trip, was like, sweetheart. she's like, you know, do you have like, uh, like we have a, a tripod with like that has the selfie stick and everything on it. She's like, do you have that packed? I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah, it's packed. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I got to take course pictures, honey. Yeah. What do you think? So, um, the the one course that we're playing at, uh, which I'm super excited about, like I called the guy, I'm like, hey, like, do you have rentals for women? And he's like, listen, we have a set of Pings, Callaways, um, Cleveland, a mixture bag of Cleveland, TaylorMades, and Titleist. He goes, they're all brand new, all brand new this year, men's and women's. He's like, you can pick whatever you kill. want. So, like, I'm really excited about that. I'm like, well, yeah. I might even switch them out the turn. And it's uh, sixty bucks for the rental, and he's like, and you get six Callaway Chrome softballs with it. And I'm not a Chrome soft guy, but like that's cool. Like for sixty bucks, they're decent you... balls. I like oh yeah, ball. no, I mean yeah, they're you know. Um, but I'm not sure about the resort we're staying at has is like a host of a celebrity pro am. Um, I'm not sure. I'm sure we get balls, but it wasn't. So um, Ashley and I each packed valuables patch. So like in it, I have you know six good balls three crap balls you know tees ball marker divot tool glove and like that's it Mm -hmm. um but like the biggest thing that for me like if i'm going to be putting in my bag and and luckily we always go to wawa snacks 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 (laughs) fucking snacks i if you try to go through an 18 hole round of golf without eating you're an asshole you know what fucking idiot and kate said it your wife said it to us like after like i don't know one of the first few times we played she's like Playing 18 holes, like, it's four hours. Like, you actually, you know, it, we're at the point now where golf is becoming more, you know, obviously a strategy thing and this and that, but, like, being athletic and, and looking at it in an athletically-minded way, like, is important. You know, like... Yeah, right. You like, know, like... Just you, trying to keep it to a point where you're, like... Or eating, actually, like, cliff bars, yeah. turkey sandwiches, like, things that are low-impact, not, you're like... You're fueling, not eating. Yeah, yeah. Our, yeah. We're, we're fueling our body, not eating, you know, not yep. filling our stomachs. Yeah, exactly. So lame. God. Dude, I got to tell you, too, also, she was saying to me, she listened. So she's one of our 46 listeners or Thanks, whatever. Thanks, Kate. We love you. Yeah. But, no, she listened, and she texted me, and she was, like, pissed at me. Like, she, I don't know. She wasn't pissed, but she was, like, calling me out. Why? She was like, you guys mentioned in your last podcast, oh, my God, I just botched that so fucking hard, dude. Kate, we don't actually think you sound like that. In your last, <laughs> you guys listened in your last podcast. No, so she said in, in the last podcast, we said, like, we determine beforehand if we're going to have fun or we're, you know, we're going to fuck around or we're going to actually, like, do this. Right. And she was like, you guys act like you actually make a fucking decision in the beginning, blah, blah, blah. She's like, you guys always go serious. You always go and you're like, I'm going to work on this today. I'm, and I'm like, you know what? Maybe you got a point. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Maybe you're good at that, you know. Maybe we phrased it wrong. I mean, she definitely has a point. Like, we definitely do. But... 
Or maybe it's like a setting expectations kind of thing. I mean, there has been times like where we've gone and played like the nine holes at Hamilton Trails yeah. where like we're messing around. But I, 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 she, she's probably onto it more than maybe we even realize that, you know, like even when we went to mess around and like, so we played nine holes with one club. I genuinely, genuinely recommend doing that. Yes, you, it was good. You learn so much that, you know, and even on a pro level, depending on how deeply you dive in, you know, if you can consistently hit your seven iron at a certain loft that you like and and get a certain spin out of it, you can adjust your swing and you can hit that seven iron from wherever. Yeah. And, and get that same result of the height and the spin that you're looking for just with a shorter swing or a slower swing. But if you know that your contact at impact with the face and the ball you can do anything. I mean, I, 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 I bumped and run, bumped and ran, um, you know, and got one in the pin. Like, I, I hold out. Like, it's just one of those things. But if you put a wedge in my hand, you gave me a 56 or a 54, and I'm sitting there and I try to do that, like, that ain't happening. Yeah, well, I, I recommend it highly yeah. because it teaches you how to do everything with one club. But shout out Kate for keeping us honest. Yeah, shout out Kate, by the way, for keeping us honest. Like you I mean, said, the, so the day, so going back, like tying in with course preparation. When I forgot my shoes and went to CV Marriott, first hole I played great, and then after that was a complete debacle. And then at that point, I was like, you know, I'm just not. I'm like John, don't even count my score. I got drinking. I got a trans. We I wanted. I should have drank more because I got one transfusion and she did not put alcohol. In it. it was the biggest waste of eight dollars. I don't know. It was just fucking grape juice. I was just like, I'm like, there's no alcohol. In this. You're like, what know. do you mean? I'm like, she made it so quick. <laughs> she just put ginger ale and some fucking Concord grape in there, and there is no alcohol. She forgot the vodka. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> she probably looked at me. She probably saw me swing and was like, alcohol ain't gonna help this guy. Yeah, this or, or she saw my swing and was like, oh, this guy's hammered drunk right now. Yeah, he right. can't even swing a golf I'm a, club. I'm gonna catch a charge for over serving <laughs> this dude. Hey, um, by the way, do you think that I can get away with these joggers that I'm wearing right now as as golf course attire? I mean, if you if you ditch the um the laces in the front, yeah, I can tuck them in. So like they're huge. Like there's one dude on uh. On Instagram, we have talked to a couple of time um, shop pins and passports, and he he's involved with like a ton ton of different groups, and he's involved with Grace and Clothers, and they do joggers like golf joggers, where like they look and they have the material of a golf pant, almost like a you know like the hybrid material, um, and they're a jogger at the bottom. Dude, these are so com- I've been wearing them for the last week. They <laughs> they look super comfortable. They are. You're not a big sweatpants guy, so like that. They're not that's sweatpants. Like, no, no, but I'm saying like that's like a. Like Don't I, be like, smirch my fucking joggers, dude. They're not sweatpants. I'm saying, in the <laughs> middle of winter, 25 degrees out, I'm walking over to your house in shorts, and, you, and you're right. walking over to my house. So, like, point being is, like, as far as loungewear goes, we're not a sweatpant kind of person. Oh, no, so, fuck that. Right. So, I'm saying, like, that's your jogger. Like, that's your comfortability. Like, that's pretty rad. I run hot. Yeah, I same. run really fucking hot. Same. So I like, sweat eating ice cream. Oh, it's disgusting, isn't it? <laughs> it's fucking terrible. So, how many balls are you rolling with? When you go to the course, like, are you are you bringing a dozen? I've been doing nine. Why nine? <sighs> I'm I'm gonna you're, you're gonna give sleeves? me shit for saying this. No, I'm not. I just want to know. But the last three rounds that we played, I haven't lost a ball. I mean, okay, that that's wonderful. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I I didn't really pay attention. I've no, because lost the one some. time I said it, I was like, "This is awesome. I haven't lost a ball," and you were like. I hope you that kind of hurts. Yeah, and then I did. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> I hope you fucking lose it. No, I um, 
I, I just I've been so since I carry the valuables pouch now, I put that like where I normally keep my balls, and that takes up like a decent right. amount of room. Yeah. So I just haven't been rolling with that many. I mean, that's fair. I always grab. I always make sure I have at least six. Yeah. At least. At least. Yeah. I don't know why nine's kind of stuck. I have, you know, I have nine, and I have the one ball that you drew explicit things on that I can't play with. It's a brand new ball. Why can't you play with because it? Because when I look down at the ball, there's so much going on. <laughs> I put dicks and penises all over his ball because I'm a seven-year-old child. They even put the hair on there. I did. I put hair and, and you know, whatever else. Speaking of which, <laughs> every time we record a podcast, I sit down accidentally on this huge wh- – can you explain this? So at my wedding, one of my co uh, old coworkers, who was like a brother to me, he um he got me a ball sack pinata, and with, <laughs> with that he got us a what do you say it's twenty inch um, every bit of it. I yeah, mean, it's like a wiffle ball bat material, but it it's shaped like a penis. I'm taking a picture of it right now. I'll put it on uh, after we start to you know get our listeners going on this podcast we should do it before that (laughs) the the pink penis hashtag pink penis i don't know what to do with it just leave it here every time every time i come down there i'm like oh look at this thing i'm super bummed i was trying to get the dogs to play with (laughs) they just have no even even they're like now this ain't right it's a dick dad it's a dick it's a plastic we didn't even (laughs) we didn't even use it we should have used it to break open the pinata 100 percent. oh god so uh yeah i mean dude that's that's pretty much how I prep. I mean, I'm I'm at a point where, like I said, I, everything stays in my bag anyway. Even yeah. My shoes, like I'll pop the zipper open and make sure they air out nicely yeah. throughout the week or whatever. But other than that, I so mean, hold yourself not you, John, but like to our listeners, hold yourself accountable. Do not be the guy that's constantly asking for golf balls. Even if like you go on Amazon, get yourself you can get like a three pack of Switchblade Divot tools for like three ninety nine and a handshake. You know, be prepared. It's always better to be the guy that you, if someone needs something, you have it and you have it there and you're prepared rather than be the guy that's like constantly, you know, if you have your group of guys you go out with constantly asking for balls, you know, mooching off of people like be prepared. Also, make sure that your wallet is in your pocket before you go into the pro shop to pay for your round. And then don't just, you know, stick your buddy John with like a $400 bill. I always say that because whenever you, when it, <laughs> when we walk in the pro shop, it's happened like twice, I think. But I yeah. never let you live. Or be the guy that's like, hey, everybody, here's my Venmo. I'm going to go pay for it. You guys get your stuff together and you Venmo me. Be- oh, is that what you want me to be? Paul? No, no, I don't want you to be that. We go in together because we usually when we, go, yeah, when we go with our wives, they have their time and we have our time. They, start- need, they need to use the bathroom. And then we have to go pay. We start talking shit early. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to beat my wife today. And I'm going to beat her in on golf, the course. In golf. In golf. Yeah. I'm not going to punch her in the face. Yeah. Been there, done that. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but, yeah, no, enough of the wife beating. Yeah, be, be prepared. Yeah. Be prepared. Be prepared. Like, I mean, honestly, like, are you going to go on your, like, local hockey team and start asking people for hockey tape and shit? Like, I mean, you know. Right. That, that type of – that's kind of where I'm headed with this. Like, yeah. Just come on. Put the shit in your bag. Buy the stuff. You, you got to do what you got to do. You got to invest in yourself. Invest in the game. Yeah. So the the next the next segment I want to get to, this is a total Paul thing. Paul, when the one thing that we all need to understand about Paulie here, is that did you just sneeze? No, but thank you. All right, bless you. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, the one thing that we need to understand about Paulie here is that when he goes in on something, 
my man does not stop. It's a problem. It's it's it becomes. I wouldn't. Say, I don't want to say an obsession because obsession sounds bad, but it's definitely something that Paul will take any of. And we don't have a lot, but when he when we do, he'll take any of his free time and just spend it learning about the subject, whatever it might be. That's his thing. I think I like to be. I also like kind of go into being prepared. Like I I. I get my rocks off helping people. If you're outside doing something, I'm over there bothering you and this and that. And, yeah, if I can be knowledgeable on something and help somebody out, like, I want to be that person for you kind of deal. But this is 100% like teetering on obsession. I mean, but it, like, I haven't lost my shirt yet kind of deal. <laughs> like, I'm still, I'm still good. I can still I, afford my honeymoon. Right. Yeah. Like, you're, you're doing okay. Like, yeah. it's not like you're not an addiction. That's no. when it becomes bad. Yeah. Yeah, that's when it becomes bad. But yeah, you're not an addiction. So here's where here's where you really started to look into things. Um, I'm playing on Instagram while I'm doing this. Yeah, but like here's where you started to really look into things. Um, you started getting involved in online groups. Yeah, that's your big deal, man. So like back in the day, we had forums, and forums were killer because it was a if you, you know, hopefully you didn't know the people in it, but like a non a non judgmental way to get like honest reviews, opinions, and things from people. If you know, if you had a question about something, and and especially like you know now it's Facebook groups and things like that, and there's sure. different channels. Um, but these groups for me have given me a chance to learn way more about the things that golf can offer to John and I. So most of it hasn't even just be like, obviously there's certain things that I've gained from them that have been, you know, good for me. But um, these groups that we're going to go over three, uh, two in detail, uh, one, not so much in detail, but just kind of things that you can do to, to get your feet wet if you want to learn more about golf. I mean, there is golf architecture, you know, the science of it, the skill of it, the different practice routines, things like that. And for me, the the YouTube realm of, of getting some kind of information sometimes is too much, and I need somebody to explain it to me in a way that I understand. Sometimes sometimes that much information gets overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah, like I just want an honest opinion, you know, like, like if yeah. I – and that's – yeah. So these groups will get you started. So the first one we're going to talk about is uh, the Golfer's Journal. So the Golfer's Journal – um, is actually made by the same company that started the Surfers Journal. So if you're a South Jersey person and your parent dad was involved in it, um, chances are you've seen them. So they're is this a South Jersey based thing? Though? It's not. It's California, but oh. like the Surfers Journal, like Bob, Bob's dad had all of them, and they're rad. So they're they're like a coffee table book, but like they're okay. Yeah. So like these, like there was a really good one right now. Um, there were or there are only 19 magazines out so far. It's relatively new. Um. But uh, they go over people that have done course construction, people that have designed logos for for places that have designed scorecards like they're just like a good kind of quick read that you can have. And sometimes it's just nice to put down the phone and thumb through them. Uh, For me, I'm a visual person. So like some of the pictures or stuff, it's easier to appreciate it when it's in a book in front of you and it's just like not on your phone where, you know, obviously you can edit it and put it in a magazine. But it just seems like more real, like more raw kind of thing. I understand. Um, so the Golfer's Journal, there's three different memberships. You can do a digital membership where you get their online content. You can read all the magazines on it. And then they're partnered with Link Soul, which makes like a, a surf. Um, 
inspired clothing brand. They have some like sweaters. They, they have do golf bands. clothing too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, yeah. So it's it's mainly all golf and like it's expired, but like that California kind of and it's like very Calvin Kleiny. Yeah, yeah. Like so, that type of thing. So if you go with the digital membership, um, you get like twenty five bucks, I think, to Link Soul. The next one is the annual, where you get their magazine, um, comes out quarterly, and you get a, like another twenty five dollar Link Soul coupon. And then if you get the premium membership, it's one sixty. You get the magazine. 50 bucks to Link Soul, and then you get a membership gift. So this year's membership gift was putter covers. That's um, rad. Yeah, so and then they have an online store. So depending on what membership you get, your discount becomes higher, and you can get travel bags, uh, lines and kings, which is like real big in leatherware. You can get duffel bags. You can get um, – they can, they have a Sunday bag, So you, and all of that's discounted. You can get golf tees, blah, blah, blah. They do do events, um, so you can sign up to play in different events. They do all over the country. They're, like, really big with Oakley right now. So if you do one of their events, and they're not really that expensive to get into, a couple hundred bucks, um, the last two that they've done, you've gotten a free pair of Oakleys of your choice when you go there. So, like, that's pretty cool. So you get – and you got to meet people and stuff. But they have a, a Discord channel, and Discord's basically a huge online forum. So you get access to what they call their Broken Tea Society. And the Broken Tea Society slaps um, – I'm looking so, at it right now. Yeah, so uh, once you're in the Discord, I mean, there is just almost too much information. I mean, they do courses, course reviews, architectural reviews, all kinds of things. But it's it's a very, very big community, which is awesome if you are really into getting out and mingling with people and doing all of that. And uh, there's a lot, a lot of information that you can get from it. But then also it's kind of cool because they do highlight some more of the niche brands and things like that. And you get access to private courses in your events that you pay to play for. So I got to ask you. Yeah. Um, right now I'm on their website. Yep. And there's actually a showcase. It's called the Showcase, their next outing. Yeah. It's called the Showcase at Lancaster Country Club. I saw that. It's at Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Dude, you want to get on the wait list? Oh, yeah. We're already on it. Are we? Did you? Did you? <laughs> I did. Okay, um, so I I really wanted uh, I have a lot of putters. <laughs> we'll get to that. So I really wanted a putter co- new putter cover. So I bought the premium membership. Um, so yeah, we we got like a preferred wait list. Like uh, I I got the opportunity when it first came out. You get advanced, like you can sign up earlier. I didn't sign up right away. I wanted to check dates and whatnot. So Dude, we, this is so rad. Yeah, we're on the wait list for it. I and I really like. I hope we I hope we get to go. That's on June sixth. So like. First of all, it, so the event is a 36-hole format is 18-hole two-man better ball. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and then a skins game, which is also really Yeah, cool. I'm willing to miss a bachelor party to go to that. Oh, man. I don't even care. Like, I, the money's already gone for the bachelor party, and it wasn't that much money. I, I could really care less. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I fuck, man. It's it's five fifty a person. It's worth it for 36 holes at a private course. And like I said, you get, like, swag and stuff when you're there. But then also it's it's good to get out and to meet some of these people. And then the one nice thing about it, and I'll get into it in one of the other clubs we're going to talk about, is if you meet certain people that are from your area and whatnot and they belong to private courses and things like that, you can link up with them. If you have a membership at a private course and, you know, they're looking for, hey, I need two more guys to fill out a foursome, you know, you can go play these places. You can call these guys. So like you, you're really paying for the opportunities. Whether it's you want to go play in their tournaments, whether you want to do it for networking, right? Whether you just want to be a person that just sits on a forum all day and just reads about things and learns and nuances and wants to ask questions, 
or maybe you just like want to read the magazine or have the magazine to collect. Like, so they have all those different tiers and a lot of different opportunities. Yeah. And that's what I think. That's what I think is, is good about it is that you don't have to go all in and feel like you're losing out or you're missing out on certain aspects of your membership. Like when I paid that one sixty up front, I'm like, you know, I got the magazines and whatnot, but I'm like, I also get the putter cover. And then as soon as I got into the discord server, I just started going crazy. Moving forward, I probably won't get premium next year. I'll probably just go with an annual and keep getting the magazine. I don't really need the, but I like the putter cover this year. So for the extra money, I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. Do you have the putter cover here? No, it actually just shipped. Oh shit. Yeah, so it should be on on Monday. All right, so we can review that. Yeah, I, yeah, they're that. yeah, they're they're pretty neat. But like I said, um, like the the they did a whole thing with Lions and Kings, and unfortunately, I had a wedding coming up. And Lions and Kings, you can't buy on their website, but they do like high end leather goods. Yeah. Um, so I missed out by the time I became, I, I missed out cause I just could not drop the money, but they came out with some sweet, like travel duffel bags and things like that, that yeah. were like, if you're a premium member, you have access to them super early. Golf is an all around expensive sport. hundred percent. There's, there's so much exclusivity that you pay yeah. for as well. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, so the next one on this list is, is a perfect one for, I think if you're thinking about exploring what a membership has to offer yeah. or at least what you can get by being a part of a community yes 100 percent um and that's yeah. the random golf club it's called random golf club yeah so the gentleman that started it is a uh, golf in your state on instagram and he is a very free-spirited um just golf should be for everybody wear your hoodie to the golf course it doesn't matter what you look like just equality in golf and it's pretty rad um it breaks down a lot of barriers they uh they have a really good store on yeah, their I'm, website. I'm looking at the store right now. All of their all of their stuff is cheap. Like they're like but good quality. Like all their putter covers, driver covers, things like that. Like it's all at a price point. And the whole point of it is you can you know you can get this cool stuff and not have to have it be a hundred and fifty dollar head cover at your local golf course made by you know Winston Collection who makes a lot of the covers for for yeah. courses. So like all their whole thing is like you know. Golf should be accessible to anybody at any, you know, any price point and things like that. So the big thing about these guys is, is that it's very hipsterish, almost very. It's like it, just because it's it's out of the norm of golf. Yeah, it's yeah. not what like you he, think. He drives around in a van all over the country and goes to these places. And, you know, he's a killer golfer. Great YouTube channel. He just did a movie that came out at some you know, like a Sundance-esque film festival and things like that. Very well-spoken, but he even talks about, he wears this, um, this like, jean jacket, and on it is all these patches of all the golf courses that he goes to. And they were at, I don't think it was the Masters, but they were at some prestigious event. And, like, these guys, you know, he's got a beard, he's got long hair, and they're like, oh, you know, like, they let anybody in here and this and that. Meanwhile, he's got a partnership with Adidas. Yeah, right. He's, like the student, this ain't he ain't no slouch. right. Like yeah, like he he's doing so much good for the community and for kids that aren't privileged enough for it. Like you can send him a message, he'll answer you. Like just a very like, and so he has the golf world at his fingertips, and he just chooses to be himself. So like that's pretty rad in its own way, you know. It, yeah, it's you know I I it, everyone's different, but th- so he's created this community. Um, you know it's a free to become a member. They have a Discord server, and then they're as it's starting to gain some more traction, they're doing local events, and you can even sign up to like start your own local event and just you know if you have a course willing to partner with you that people can come. 
they can try golf, things like that. So it's it's pretty cool. It's like and the whole thing with the random golf club is like you can be a member of, you know, a group of, a, you know, you can say it's an exclusive group, but everybody's welcome. So, like, yeah. you know, might not be like have the exclusivity of what you're really thinking. But, you know, the whole point is like you want to like I bought one. I'm still waiting on yours in the mail. Like you want to and it's all like if you want to be a member there, like you just sign up and you pay thirty five bucks and you get your random golf club member. Yeah. Back. And they're sweet. Like it's just, it's a really good idea that if you're intimidated or you're just looking to kind of break the barrier or maybe you just want a bag tag with your name on it. Like, I, just that's what I enjoyed. I thought it was really cool. But I mean. You know, I'm looking at their 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 website right now and like their merch, right? So this dude is selling a random golf club hoodie, which is it's like a distressed look, like very lightweight, like nice, you know, clean looking hoodie. And dude, it's fucking sixty five bucks. I mean, you you go get something like that from a uh, like a country club, you're paying a buck and a quarter easily, easily. And yeah. it's like this one's like nice, like it's very very comfortable looking. Yeah. So. And like like I said, like you can get some cool head covers, you can get some cool things. Like most of these major brands will do a run of certain items for, you know, the masters and things like that. And you know, like if you're just someone that just wants something a little bit different, um, and as corny as it sounds like it has the country club feel like they're legitimate leather yeah, it's cool. covers, you yeah. know, like but like you can get that putter cover for forty five bucks and you're not paying a hundred and forty five. Right. Like yeah. it's neat. You go and to their f- stuff's cool. Like they got the white putter covers and their white driver covers with the random golf club logo. Like it's very minimalist. It's very clean looking. Like it's pretty sharp. Yeah, it's a nice clean. Their bags are nice too. Yeah, like, they're pretty rad. Honestly, I w- I think I'm gonna I might join these people. Yeah, that's neat. Might, and you might can join these people. You can sign up. You can get on the list if you want. You can get in the Discord server. That I haven't really dove into much at all i have it downloaded but i haven't really hopped in we're just kind of old people in the way that like it's like all right you know instagram twitter maybe a little facebook from time to time that's about it yeah it gets to be too much i'd so this next group i spend all my time is spent in their uh private channels so i yeah i i i applied for these guys i have not heard back yet but you are telling me that it's it's actually okay because most of their events that they would invite you to, you have a plus one. Yes. So this last one is the Flyers Club, spelled F-L-I-E-R-S. Um, it's a collective. Basically, they have a visitor shop. Um, their whole thing is they, they want to curate your golf experience for you. Or I shouldn't say they want to. They are offering you a curated golf experience that you probably wouldn't be able to set up yourself. Um, right. So you apply for it. Uh, you answer questions. If you make it through the next stage, you have a phone call with one of their membership committee. And then once you're accepted, um, you know, you pay a fee to get in for the year. You have access to their membership shop. And then they offer events domestically and internationally. And what you're paying for is you can – some of them are lottery-driven, um, at least most of the international ones, but it gives you the ability that if you can afford it and you get in on the trip, your trip is curated that, you know, you book, your flights need to be booked for this day at this time. These are the places we're staying. This is what it costs. We're providing you with transportation, caddies, and all these guys, you're all together, which is nice. So, like, so like the big thing about this one, though, mm-hmm. and I, I think we can say this much, is, is you didn't – you were like, I don't want to go too crazy with this one because – there is a certain exclusivity to this. Yeah, like their website is um is there's not a ton a ton of information and 
the interview that I had with the one guy was all like I he was probably so annoyed with me. I was asking so many questions just because I didn't think I was going to get in that I just like wanted to know everything about it that you know you can reapply that like you know I want to be better prepared or maybe have a better understanding or, or maybe this isn't for me you know like maybe this maybe I'm wasting you know money um but yeah they do events at all different kinds of private courses uh there'll be one in New Jersey and Essex that they do um a big thing for me was that they do charity stuff awesome which like that that really interests me that like you know you're in this group but there is a charitable yeah. means to it and like that was I he was like he's probably like really annoyed that I was like he's like so like what else do you want to hear more about? I'm like, I kind of want to hear more about this charity thing. And he's like, wait, what? I was like, yeah, like, this is cool. Like, it's like, I, I'd yeah. like to be a part of something bigger. Like, I, I spent a lot of time volunteering my time in, in city stuff and whatnot. And, uh, like, most people are like, so where do you guys go on these <laughs> golf trips? So it is cool. Like, I will say that. So for the events, like, they, they, the different places, and, you know, it might be some time before we can do the international stuff or, you know, I'm geared up for it. But, um, in the domestic stuff, I mean, it's like very much like this is what you're paying. This is what it will be if you want a private room. This is what it'll be if you want to bunk with another person. You know, these are this is what's included. These are the dates. These are the dates that you're leaving. You know, this is what you get. Blah blah blah. And like that's it. And that for me, that's great because it's like all of that's taken out. That's like all you have to do is figure out getting there, kind of deal. Yeah, you just have to get in a plane and get there. Yeah, and they're playing at some like really cool places, some very historical places. Um, and then they do have a Slack channel. And because there's only around 300 members right now, most domestically, a lot on the East Coast, um, some inter there's probably like at least 75 internationally. Um, but because it is smaller, you almost build a rapport on the different channels that they have with guys that, you know, everyone, you, you, well, you, you say who you are and, you know, you can make these connections with these guys on social media and this and that. Like I met one dude. Um, who's from Hamilton, and his family owns like this big industrial type company. No shit. And he lives Not in Hamilton. He, <laughs> he lives in Chicago now. Yeah. Um, but he's like, yeah, he's like, I'll be back. He sent me all the dates that he's going back in the summer. He's like, I would love to come out and play. And he likes the the Tyson Lamb Lamb crafted um, uh, the divot tools and stuff like that. And like he has his putters, and he goes to his Tyson Lamb events. Like so, like I want to bother this guy, but like. I also know you would get along great with them. So, like, the things like that where you can meet people and have that opportunity, like, that's pretty rad, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the thing about this one is is that you have to apply for a membership. Yeah. Like, I, I know you've already touched on that, but there realistically, there's a chance that you could get – well, you could not be accepted. Yeah. Which it makes you want to join more. Yeah. Or it makes you want to be a part of it more. Yeah, know? absolutely. And that's probably a cool thing. Like, honestly, I think I think the cool part about the Flyers Club is that there is an exclusivity to it. Yeah. And you're able to again, we don't want to go too crazy with it, but you're able to do certain things that you wouldn't be able to do unless you were in the club, which is which yeah. is cool. Like, you feel like you're getting something for your money. Yeah, absolutely. And like the other nice thing, too, is that in most of the events, because you can bring a plus one and stuff like that, you know, it's it's not a there is not a single like nose up snobbish of like anything about any of the guys this and that you know people order stuff oh this doesn't fit you know somebody else want to buy it this is like it's just very i thought it was going to be you know i didn't think it was going to be that good of a community and like since then you know i got like 20 guys on instagram that we follow each other and whatnot and like it's it's just kind of neat to interact and meet them have you have you used the flyers club to your advantage yet i have not um 
there is one event that is coming up, but because of the wedding and the honeymoon and everything, and then the dates that they are throughout the summer, um, what they've released so far, I just can't. Yeah. I want, I want to do that. No, we I definitely mean, I will. Like, I don't want to do Yeah, like, no, no, no. We, listen, I'm not bringing anybody <laughs> I'm, else. I'm going with you, okay? That's basically what <laughs> no, I'm like, fucking saying. The biggest thing, um, uh, and the, on their social media, they touch on some of the events that they're doing and where they're doing them at. Um, but, like, the biggest thing is, like, I would want to have an extra, like, day or two before or, like, a day before and a day after because for the guys that live in those areas, like, everyone's like, hey, I'm going to this event, like, who's down to play rat like a round or two before. And the guy's like, Oh, I'm a member here. Like, you know, let's to get together. Like we can get, I can get two foursomes in and we can all play together as eight. Like I, I want to make sure that like we, like I, we have the time and the means to go do that. And then like really enjoy it and not just have it be like, we run up there, we play the golf for the weekend and then we leave. Like I want to do the whole thing. Yeah. I would like to like, it's, it's more, it's again, it's, it's about making connections and having, like people to play with yeah. no matter where you're at. And we're big team oriented guys. You know, yeah. our businesses are like that and stuff. Like we're real big on that and family and everything. Like so it's it's pretty freaking neat. I really enjoy it. Yeah. Plus like most of their gear is like definitely geared towards my style of golf apparel. <laughs> well well what I'll do is is uh I'll put all the links to all these uh yeah. these these three clubs that we reviewed today. I'll put them in the description. You guys can go check them out yourselves. Um but yeah, I mean, definitely. So there's a little bit of everything there, you know. So yeah. I would say if you're starting out, right? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. If you're starting out, you're hitting up random golf club. I mean, I just I just liked them on Instagram while we were talking. Yeah. Um, and then you know, obviously, you're gonna want to go golf digest, and then if you start to become a little more hardcore, you're hitting up Flyers Club, man. Yeah, and uh, there's like some like up and coming collectives that are starting. Like that's the big thing is the co- the the term collective because it's a group of people coming together collectively to you know, share experiences and thoughts and this and that. But maybe what we'll do, uh, you know, next episode is, is we'll hit on like some of our favorite Instagram followers that aren't like, you know, Tiger Woods or PGA or, you know, the big name like Zyre Golf, like maybe like some of the more like niche kind of things that we follow. Oh, that, yeah. Like, like, yeah, like, we like should Paige Spearnack. <laughs> right. right. Like, I mean, we could put her on the like she's already assumed on the list. But she's yeah. there, dude. She she's is there. there. She she's shared. There. um on twitter i think it was or maybe it was instagram Some very 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 good golf advice i'm sure 100 percent. but also the things that she gets sent in her dms oh my god dude I so, that was so funny i was dying like i like you i don't want to say you feel bad like you're not surprised at all i'm not so, yeah you're not surprised can we have a quick sidebar conversation yeah here non-golf related okay yeah. because i was on the can this morning and i saw that yeah right? She's putting up this video of people like sliding into her DMs, and honestly, they're saying like the most disgusting shit. Oh yeah, absolutely like, horrible shit. Yeah, and I don't even think they realize they're saying it. Like no. I don't think they realize they're like, oh, this isn't disgusting. This will actually like this will turn. This her will <laughs> this will get her to respond positively right, to me. It's right, never happening. But there was a. I, I'm gonna look it up for a second while we're talking. Yeah. But there was a site that she tagged in one of those posts oh and it is basically just a a site where everybody's just sliding into her d like it's a site for people that are sliding into their dms right it was fucking hilarious and i don't i i can't really find like i don't want to sit here and take up all this time looking for it yeah but dude like that there's a it's so ridiculous the shit people say like you know, I just wish 
once that like when somebody posted something stupid on the internet like a curtain would fucking drop in your room and that person that you just insulted or said that stupid shit to right is standing on the other side of the fucking curtain like i'm sorry what was that i forget who it was but they were like we should have, like there should be a segment where um guys have to read the dms that like they have set, sent to this girl and like have their moms be on like the other side of and listening to like yeah. what their what their sons have said. So uh this this fuck yeah, that would be that would be ridiculous, right? These these people would they would be mortified. Oh yeah. They'd be fucking mortified. Um I found it. Um it is called it's uh, on Instagram at dudes D U D E S in the DM. Okay. And it's basically just guys sliding into girls DM with horrible pickup lines. And terrible, fucking disgusting things that they've said and their responses to it. Like, right. Honestly, guys, let's stop fucking with Paige Spearnack like that, okay? She's beautiful. She's in, She knows what she's doing. She does. Like, when uh, Harry Higgs at the Waste Management Open, like, um, when uh, at the, the one par three hole, like, he lifted his shirt up over his head and she was like, how dare Harry Higgs use his body to get, like, golf popularity or views yeah. or something like like she's a great sport about she's, it. Yeah, she's she real knows, about yeah. it. Yeah. But and you know what? She has a killer life for it. So besides yeah. creepy dudes in her DM, she's fucking killing it. Yeah. Dude. But uh, yeah, I no, I, I I do agree. We should we should probably give a couple of those people that we follow. Yeah. Um, and I will say like um, most of these people in the golf community, like besides your you know, you know, one million followers and stuff, if you have questions, like they'll answer back. Like there's there's one guy. Um, that I, that's a member of the Flyers club. Like he's got some clout and like, I really liked his pants and I was like, Hey man, like, where do you, like, what pants are those? Like flat out, like, Oh no shit. Did yeah, he respond? He did. He did 100%. He was where like, are they? <laughs> um, so it was Blair Wheeler and, uh, he does Flyers club. Uh, he has a couple sponsors. They're Roan, R-H-L-N-E. And the one cool thing about their pants is they will tailor them to your exact length. Dude, that's fucking sick. It is, but it's also kind of a pain because and it's and, also kind of like really bougie, Paul. But they're not that expensive. They're like, well, I mean, they're 130 bucks. Like they are expensive, but like they're they're supposed to be comparable to like a Lululemon pant. But they also make it slim, slim tail or slim, um, slim tapered. So you get the tapered ankle. So they have like ten different versions of this pant. Your boy likes. His, your I know you do. Yeah. So like, but and then they also show you, which is like nice, like on their diagram, like. This is what slim looks like, and then this is what the slim taper, and this is what a five pocket. Um, and then he sent me, he's like, yeah, like, you know, here's, like, my 20% discount code, which obviously he gets some monies from. Yeah, right. He recommended that, and I think, like, Jay Lindenberg, which is, like, a very big UK, European company, but, like, their pants, they only make them up to, like, waist size 36 and stuff. Like well, that, that ain't yeah. me. I'm going to tell you that right the fuck that. now, brother. They're, that's super, super bougie. But, yeah, like, my man responded back, like, right away. What's the name of the pants? Um, It's Rhone, R-H-O-N-E. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, there it is. Men's. Okay. I, I want to look this shit up while we're talking. Yeah. So they'll actually also, um, like if it's not to the, like you can send it back too. like, you can return it, you know, like if you, and they also do one inch increments. Like I'm right between for my golf pants. I like them a little bit shorter and I need like a 31. So like, I could order that. I haven't cause I've, that's, I just bought all those Nike pants for way cheaper, but you know, you could you could get that tailored to down to one inch increments, which is pretty rad. Bro, they got fucking nine inch inseam shorts. <laughs> now that right there, that's they're aggressive. Supposed, they're supposed to be killer. I mean, I got those nine inch Nike ones, man. They slap on a hot day. You don't know what yep. might happen with that <laughs> inseam. You know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> Swamp ass. I know, but That's he, what's happening with any insane. I know, ain't that the truth? Um, but yeah, no, these these things look pretty fucking. Legit. Yeah. So point being, we'll bring you some people um, that we follow that you know, and like I said, like there's a lot of people in the golf community that you can reach out to, especially, you know, they're more focused on like the the community, the collective, like just like really harboring on that whole collective thing. And yeah, collective is rad. a new word for me. I'll yeah. tell you that. So yeah, yeah I mean, I, I'm. I'm I'm intrigued by a lot of these things, Paul. You always you never cease to amaze me with these little fucking <laughs> websites that you look at. We talk all the time, and you, I've never been like, "Oh yeah, hey, Paulie, like, what do you think about this?" And I think you have mentioned Roan. I will say that much. You've mentioned them, but you're like, "Yeah, this shit's a little, you know, a little bougie for our stuff." Yeah, and I mean, like, my other thing too is I would like to, you know, it'd be great like if you could just try them on at a store. I know. I'm always still the, so just, worried the, about d- it. I, like the d- number one returning things, and and this is very, whatever of me. Like, I hate, returning things is such a pain online. Oh I just God, hate dude. it. Oh my god. Like I have like two things I need to return to Amazon that have just been sitting in my truck for like two months. You now. Just fucking go murder Coles for a minute. Yeah, I, you know I go to the UPS store in Linwood because it's usually on my way, and I don't have to walk. Like it's literally just you walk in the front door and they're right there. And it's like two young guys and they don't care about anything and they just, yeah they don't care at all. Yeah, yeah. But dude. um, but yeah. So like, let's definitely hit on that. But we're we're hitting an hour, so let's get to your gear review oh, of the shoot, week. We're hitting an hour. Yeah, man, we're we're killing it. So like, let's get let's get your gear review of the week. And uh, yeah, because we definitely a course review and whatnot. So we got we got a couple more things to get to. Dude, sorry, man. All right, we're save your sorries for someone. Fucking, sad. I didn't realize we were an hour. That's time flies it, when you just have. We fun, were dude. so well prepared for this that this is, but like, killer. Yeah. We have an hour and a half episode. Who cares? Enjoy yourself, guys. <laughs> Drive it, around in circles. It's before your honeymoon. You got. I got to tire you out before you leave. <laughs> I'm gonna need it. I'm gonna be all excited. It's like Santa's coming tomorrow. Yeah. All right. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got him. know him. <laughs> um, the, the gear review of the week. Okay, so I'm taking this one. I'm taking this one today. Yeah, um, I'm. I'm genuinely curious to hear your like overall. You've talked like here and there, but I, I want to hear your overall thoughts on this. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna review the ShotScope V3, uh, the GPS watch. Yep. Okay, it's GPS enabled. Um, it's a. It's essentially a golf circulated watch. Or circulated. <laughs> Man. All right. Maybe an I hour mean, is good. It, it is circulated in the golf community. It is circulated in the golf community. It's a. It's a golf centered watch. There's nothing really special about this watch other than the fact that it has a GPS capability and it's meant to keep your golf score and tell you things about the course. Right. Period. Right. Um, I like it. I love. I actually really like it. Um, there's things that I. I love. And there's things that I can't stand. So let me blow through the BS about it. Yeah, go for it. And then you hit us with that. Because okay. I have some questions for you, too. So, um, you know, it was Golf Monthly's 2021 Editor's Choice. Uh, so it's 219 bucks. You get the watch. Uh, 16 tracking tags, which they just screw into the yep. your club. Yep. Um, a clip charger. Then that's a question. So don't forget me about that. I want to know about, like, the charging. And then uh, – and I definitely want to know your thoughts on, like, the – you get a free user account mobile apps. And then with that, it gives you your GPS accuracy, your strokes gained analytics, um, front, middle, and back distances for your pins, and 36,000 36, preloaded courses and 10 hours of battery life. Yes. So right off the bat, let me ask you a couple of questions, and I want to hear your pros and cons per se. Do you have to charge the actual tracking tags that you put in your club? No. Okay. So they're they're basically just like little Bluetooth devices right. that – 
essentially let I, – I guess they put off a different frequency or something of that ma- nature. I don't know. i probably look into it. But basically what that is is when you turn the watch on, your, your watch is consistently looking for these tags. Right. And the way that you do it is is by holding – so you have to wear this watch on the non the, the, the man. Oh boy, oh boy. It's not All even right. that late yet. I know it's it's freaking nine thirty. But um, no, you have to wear it on the the non dominant hand. Okay. And the reason is is because your watch at that point with your grip will be the closest to the pin. Okay. In the back of the club. So when you do that, it you know take your practice swing, do your little pre shot ritual. The watch will automatically pick up what club it is. That's and cool. It has never failed. Now, for putting those tags in your club, are they labeled per club already? Yeah. So, okay. like, it'll just be the bottom will say seven iron or putter gotcha. or whatever. Yeah. Driver, hybrid, you know, what, whatever you're using. Um, they give you plenty of tracking tags. Um, you can use. So, they say, like, there's some that are unmarked. So, you can use if you break them or lose them. Gotcha. Or if you have a club that they don't mention, which. I don't know that anybody has a club that they don't mention, right. like, you know, <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, so basically what this is, it, uh, let me tell you what I like about it. Yes. Okay. What I like is it's super accurate. I can't tell you how many times we have been at a course and I've been like, ah, oh, man, it's like, you know, 207. And you're like, well, I'm reading 206, you know? Right. Yeah. It's, it's right there. Yeah. It's, it's red. It's freaking right there. Um, the other thing I like is is that you can, with one click, you can see how far you are to the front and to the back of the green. Yeah. And then also how far you are from the front and to the back of a hazard. And sand. It, it recommends clubs, right, too, based on your average distances? Yeah, so you have to play with it for a while first. Right. Because the analytics do start to pile up, and then it creates its own, gotcha. uh, like it creates its own data. Gotcha. Yeah. So it'll tell you, hey – like it won't like beep or anything like that, but it'll come up real small on the bottom, like, you know, seven iron or six yeah. iron or whatever. If you pull out a five iron, it's not going to be like, why didn't you use it? It's just like, <laughs> OK, you fine. imagine if it did. Yeah, that? right. <laughs> like you asshole. You should have known. <laughs> yeah, right. Like you did. How dare you judge me? How yeah. dare you go against me? Yeah, well, right. I told you, motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. I looked at my watch one time and I was like, oh, five iron, huh? Well, you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, <but laughs> that was so cheesy. Yeah, that was good. It was great. Um, so, yeah, it'll give you the strokes gained analytics. But again, you're going to have to take, like, I don't know, you're going to have to take it with you at least five times to really right. get it to start, you know, uh, providing accurate information. Yeah. It'll tell you with this club, you are accurate within x amount of yards with this club yeah with this club you shot from the fairway you landed on the fairway you know less times or whatever you know what i'm saying like it'll it'll say like you you know you're not very it'll basically tell you you're not accurate with certain shit right you know so which is pretty cool um you said you had a question about the charging yeah so so well you it kind of answered so you don't have to charge the actual tags just the watch just the watch yeah just the watch I will say that um, some people have said in the reviews that they'll wear this as a daily watch. You're fucking lying. It's the, not a daily watch. So you're. This is something that we've talked about um, in like the wa- the watch world. Um, how do like what are your thoughts on the strap? Because like that's a, a big thing. Like I like wearing a watch when I golf, just because I wear a watch every day. And the one thing like I tried wearing a metal band, absolutely hated it. And, you know like. 
rubber can be such a, a fickle thing on a sweaty arm and wrist like for does it get gross does it get slimy you know does it wear like what are your thoughts on the like i feel like that's something that's not talked about like, what are your thoughts on the, the band well i think the watch is actually really good itself uh the band is 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 i mean it's good quality you know right the one thing i don't like about it is is you can't swap it you it's oh. one it's essentially a one size fits all band and it's not so like if it were me i i I like to go second hole in just to make sure that it tucks, you know, the, the excess tucks into the right. little holder strip. And that's a little tight for this watch. A little bit. That's a um, but I can tell you that the the watch and the band is actually kind of – it's almost got like a curve to it. Yeah. So it, it sticks around your wrist. Like it's, it's a nice feel. Um, you don't realize it after a while. You have to consistently pay attention to it, though. So, right. like, whenever you're approaching a shot, you need to look at it and make sure, like, okay, it's still with me, essentially. Oh, I gotcha. You know, um, the GPS accuracy also attests to how good this is because I'll go to whatever. We'll go to we'll go to a course where there's really not very great service, and it'll go, hey, are you know this is the course you're at? Are you do you, are you, do you want to play? Oh, you that's know, it'll, cool. It'll it, yeah, it'll ask me if I want to play. Um, the preload courses, the preloaded courses, uh, yes, that is legitimate. But yeah, have you found a course around here that hasn't been on there? No, That's no. cool. But they're not on your watch. Right. So they're actually on the app, but you have to actually physically put it on your watch. So you'd have to you have to download it from the app and then install it on your watch. Does that take long? Mm, five minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah, like it's not like, you know. Do you like do that the night before or? Yeah, so I've already preloaded the watch with his like all of the courses oh, that we typically Do you know how many to. it can like hold? Um, anywhere from like twenty five to fifty, well, depending cool. on the size. I mean, yeah. you literally leave for a trip and have your trip right on your hand. Oh, most definitely, that's yeah. Cool. And it'll and it'll delete as it goes, so it's not like oh, there's no room left for this course. Right. Like it'll just delete that course nice. that you don't use. You know. Yeah, and like if you're someone that like uh you know leaves a rangefinder on their golf cart, like this is great. Like Dipshit. it's always. Dipshit. No. Um, so the, the the things that I like are that it's not trying to be something that it isn't. Right. It's not trying to be a smart watch. It's not trying to take the place of your daily, you know, your daily use watch. Right. I, we're both big watch people, too. Yeah. You actually got me into watches. I hated watches before I before I started hanging out with you. And now, is, you, now you're just out there dripping. Now I'm just out there dripping on everybody. Dude. Everybody. But now. John so, was at a wedding at like, like 930 at night. I just got a picture of his wrist. And I'm like. I'm so proud of him it's right now. It's a fucking trip. So proud. And, it, and they're cheap watches. They're not like, it's not going to buy in a $15,000 Rolex going, look they're, at this. They're not cheap. They're affordable. They're affordable. Sorry. Affordable. Yes, affordable. Don't sell yourself short. They're not cheap by any means. Yeah. <laughs> Fair point, Polly. Fair point. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, obviously the free user account, like, that's just. Also, don't rob John's house. They're really not that, you know. Uh, they're not. No, right. They're I'm not kidding. that good. Come on, guys. They're not fucking. They're not rollies. He has an alarm. He does have an alarm. I do, and and a killer and an attack dog. She'll <laughs> fucking bite your ass. She will. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it, right now I've the what I like about this is that I've been able to look down at my phone and go. I mean, it's kind of cheating, right? But like, you can look down at your phone and just be like, okay, so here I am with my performance, my clubs, my driver. My average is two hundred forty-three yards. So yeah, okay. Um, 
whatever. Oh, I'm 107 yards out. It'll most likely it'll suggest a seven iron for that. Like, you know, something of that. Right. Just because just because I'm terrible with my with my lower club. Like, can you imagine you walked up to one and three and hit that? You're I'm terrible with a seven iron, but it'll suggest the seven iron because that's my average. Right. Like I'm a hundred and we'll say I'm 103 yards away. My average with a seven iron is 106. I'm terrible with my seven iron, but my six iron is 144 yards and my eight iron. <laughs> this is how stupid it is. My eight irons, like 138 yards. And I'm like a nine iron, a pitching wedge. I'm, I'm better with my pitching wedge than all of these clubs. I'm 130 yards with my pitching right. wedge. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. Yeah, so, you're all, so it's only accurate to a fault. It's accurate essentially because of the clubs that you use more often. So right. if you're if you're spreading out and using your pitching wedge more, right. then it's gonna it's gonna give you better averages. So like yeah. my seven iron, I suck with it, so I just don't use it as much. Right. You know what I mean? So I would prefer to use the seven iron in a situation where I'm like, okay, like if I fuck this up, it's really not going to kill me. Right. You know what I mean? But I don't know why I'm so bad with my seven iron. Cause I, I it's like, that's the club that everybody does like yeah. iron fittings with and shit. Like, I just don't know. I don't understand it, <laughs> but um, yeah, like I can, I don't know. I, I have no fucking idea. There's really no rhyme or it's reason. It's kind of like it. your, your, your middle of the line where you start getting to your shorter shafts, like where you really see a significant difference. Probably about to hit me with some fucking <laughs> knowledge. Well, so, uh, so like, for example, like certain golfers that will do all their cl- like if you if you are looking to get a wedge and obviously everyone's wedge fitting is totally different. But if you're someone that's not super confident with your wedges and you want the consistency of your irons, some people will say you put a eight iron length shaft in your, you know, your gap your sand wedge and your, you know, whatever your, your lob wedge is. And that's like, cause it's a short one, but you can still swing it. And an eight iron is supposed to be very, very comfortable. You know, a seven iron, like I, you're normally, I'd say you're more towards the 150 range with the seven iron. Cause I hit a seven iron 150 and you hit the ball farther than me. So yeah, like you're I mean, like, you know, you're, you're 160, you know, whatever. I'm probably in the 150 range with seven iron. Just don't use it as yeah. much. I just really don't use it as much. Yeah. So, but like, that's a big thing, you know, like I, you're, you know, you're you start to see all those differences and it's usually just a half inch increment, but that that the low the shorter shaft the plus the loft change, you know, your divot that you're gonna take with a seven iron is gonna be way more substantial than, you know, what you're gonna take with a five. Right. I agree with you. So you that's where you start getting to the range that where your swing is and, you know, how much of a divot you're taking, you know, you can blade a seven iron and you can hit it 170 or, you know, you <laughs> yeah. can get, or you can get so under right. it and you can, not you per like anybody, or you can really get under it and you can get a ton of pop on it. But you can also, you know, you can start to control a little bit of your spin there. And that's where, that's where right. you start really diving in. Yeah, ex- exactly. So I, I, you know, I'm getting better with it. I hope, I hope I'm getting better with it. Great. I'm trying like hell, but, um, so what I really do like about it is, is it doesn't try to be something that it's not. Um, the distances are always spot on, and your club analytics are really cool. But again, you got to use this more than fucking once for it to actually become like something right. that you that you can rely on. What I don't like, yeah. there's two things. <laughs> okay, two big things. If you chunk a shot, it doesn't fucking recognize it. So now you talked about, you know, integrity and honesty with golf scores. Yeah. I still take score on paper because I'm still learning how to do this. Yeah. So, like, 
if I chunk, like I was in the sand the other day. Yeah. Um, and I fucking pop flied that thing straight up in the air. It bounced off the edge of the bunker and rolled back down in. It's not gonna. It's not gonna recognize that as a stroke. So it's probably. I I would assume then maybe it's doing it like via where you're moving GPS wise. That like if you walked. Yeah. Past us, so you know, if it's telling you, you know, you're in a bunker, you're expected to hit it. 20 yards, you know, right. and you don't walk 20 yards or more. I guess it's probably not picking that That's up. exactly right. Okay. And if you're in like a – so if you're next to a green, near a green, I think it's within 10 feet, it'll it'll pop up with something called pin collect. Okay. So I think the watch actually recognizes that it has this problem because if you get near where the pin is on GPS, it'll turn it into, again, pin collect. Okay. It basically it, – it comes up on the watch. It's a flag. It says pin collect one, two, three, four. Okay. And then you can go to the next one and choose five, six, whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, the problem is, is that it's so close that it's not recognizing how many putts you're taking. Oh. So you have to manually put that in at every hole. Now, so, do you put that in on your watch or on the phone? You put it in on your watch. You okay. just click the button on the side. Oh, you know, and, and then that's that. Gotcha. But like, if you're in a if you're in a green side bunker, it might turn to that pin collect thing, and you're if you're not paying attention to it. You don't realize it, and then you you chip up, and you're sitting there, and you're putting. Boom, you know, whatever you two putt, three putt, whatever it is, you enter three. All of a sudden, you just gave yourself a stroke, right? Because it's on pin collect, and you're like, okay, so we're good, you know. But yeah. it's, it doesn't work. So like, like you can only rely on it to a certain extent. You you only rely on it till you're within. I would say you know by the time you're right up on the green, twenty yards. But with with a cart scatter. Uh, signs are right. that's where I start to look at the watch before every shot. Gotcha. So if you're somebody that doesn't like that type of tech, yeah, um, then this isn't for you. I mean, like, no joke. As far as getting your ranges and distances, you know, if you don't want to carry a range finder, yeah, like that's pretty sweet. Yeah, you know, like so that's that's yeah. a good. Essentially, if you used it just as a range finder kind of deal, right. mi- mission accomplished. Like you're hitting it right there. Right, and you have to uh, the, the you have to manually add you know, water hazards or, or drops or gotcha. anything like that. Now, does it um does it give you analytics with your, like, swing speeds? No. Okay. It does not give you swing speed analytics. I know there's, like, a couple brands out there that do that, but they're, like, real chunky inserts that go in and stuff like that. And Yeah, I mean, at least I don't know if it gives you swing speed analytics. I- I'll tell you, like, I wish I was a little bit better with it. Um, yeah. And I, to be honest with you, I wish I, I used it more. Right. Um, but again, I I determine whether or not I want to be that serious, or do I just want to go out and have a good time? Some days I'm just not in the mood. Yeah. Some days I'm like, if I put this on, I know I have to be serious. Right. I know I have to want to play. That's fair because you don't wear it all the time. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So it so it analyzes the performance of each individual club, tee shot specifically, approaches specifically, your short game, putting, and scoring to overall scoring. So. Okay. Basically, what it'll give you is is like, you've had this many pars. So so six percent of my strokes total are, I'm sorry, oh, for this last course are birdies, which is one. You know what I mean? Like God, that would fuck me up. So bad. I know. Yeah, you're like, oh shit, six percent birdies. Yeah. I'm feeling good. Right. But um, yeah. Like, so it gives you like you know your putting, and it's you know. So this is telling me that my typical miss is short. Okay. So it's really cool. Yeah. Um, it's it's really fun to have. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't make this I wouldn't turn it into your Bible unless you're like planning on using it every day. Right. And then at that point, 
it's like you're committed to yeah, it. Yeah, you got to commit. Yeah, and you figured out all the bugs and kinks and you commit it to your repertoire. Yeah. And the last thing I don't like is that the the charger is extremely primitive. Really? <laughs> yeah, dude, it's like a fucking Tesla charger. This thing like <laughs> it's like this clip. It's like literally like a like a clip, like a like a like a oh god. Like a spring clip. Yeah. They have to clip on the watch. And I'm like, well, if I ever lose this thing or it ever breaks, you can't charge the thing. You have to buy a new one or or whatever. So like, that's not my favorite thing in the world. Yeah, like, it's lame. Yeah, it's kind of lame. Yeah, yeah, it's like kind of lame. Like you know, just give me like a fucking micro USB, you know? Yeah, right. Or whatever. Yeah. Like you got to figure that out because again, you break this thing, you're done. You're yeah. Beat. Um, but it it lasts no problem for a round of golf. Fair enough. So that's my I, I would give this. I would give this an eight out of ten. I love it. I think yeah. it's a lot of fun. I, I love my wife for buying it for me for Christmas. I, she hit me up and she's like, "Does he want this?" I'm like, "Oh, he wants this." Oh, he wants this. I've been <laughs> talking about getting one. So yeah, she did it. The she did the right thing. So well, thanks for answering my questions. Yo, thanks for letting <laughs> me do this. Thanks for letting me talk, man. No, that was <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I feel mean, good. Here later. All you, all you did was talk, man. You don't let me talk enough. Oh yeah, okay. that's that's it. <laughs> all you did was talk. <laughs> Um, all right, so let's roll, dude. Yo, let's let's do this one. Paulie, FYI of the week. We're going to talk about par and what par is and how it's determined. Um, so I'm going to kind of hit you. We're going to talk about a couple things. John's kind of outlined for me here. Um, so basically, par is, is, is defined as um, what an expert golfer should be able to, on average, how many strokes should, should take them to get the ball in the hole. Um, so there's actually kind of uh commonplace distances i should say that are set so like anything less than 250 yards would be considered a par three anything between 251 and 470 is standard considered a par four anything above that's a par five if you have a muni course like us there's a par five slash par six Get this <laughs> fucking, we're gonna review that thing. in a minute yeah um yeah so it, that should be like your average of what it should take um, you know, with that green and regulation is always two strokes below what par is. So if it's par five, green and regulation would be your third hit is on the green, you know, par four, second hit, you know, it's, and then par three, your first hit should be on the green every time. Um, so that's pretty much how the par is, is assessed. Um, you know, and you have your women's tees, you have your championship tees, your different ones, but, uh, it's, it's really pretty basic. Um, but you can kind of hold yourself accountable to know like these are the distances that it, I should be at. Right. I was very, I was very surprised to learn that each hole has an assumed two putt. Yeah. That's, that's, that hurts. Yeah. Right. Cause you're just like, Oh, well you should be good enough to just put it close and then put it in the hole. Yeah. Well, I'm not fucker. Okay. <laughs> but you know, it's, it's, it's kind of tough too. like, and, and we'll, we can go into to how handicaps, um, how that's calculated later. Like, even when you calculate your handicap, it's not like the collective. If you play, you know, 30 rounds, it's not all 30 of your rounds averaged together. It's a, an average of your best rounds and a, a number of best rounds. And then the average of that is your assumed handicap. So it gives you fluctuation for your bad rounds as well. Oh, good. So, so and we can definitely that that'll take a while. The handicap system's pretty pretty in depth. It, it's basic, but it's also can be overwhelming trying to figure it out. Um, but that's something we can also talk about at a later episode. 
But yeah, and if you have a issue, you know, if you're at a point where you just like you're never making, like you play 18 holes and like you just triple bogey everything, you know, if you're, uh, it, it's often recommended that like you drop down to a different tee, like get comfortable making pars on, you know, if you're playing from the handicap tees or the championship tees, whatever your court course labels them at. And then you get comfortable there, and then you go up, and then like you build up to scoring kind of purposes. Dude, I again, I'm just dumbfounded that they only think I'm two putt in these fucking holes. <laughs> but no, I mean the 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 cool part is that there's actually a method to their madness. Yeah, you know, so it's not like they're just like, well, mm, par four, that cool with everybody. Yeah, right. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's just it, it's it's actually pretty cool. Like yeah, and it's when we go uh, to do our course review too, like. The thing that always messes me up, um, and even we played uh, the Sea Dogs, uh, his home track, that we played it throughout the the winter time, really when it was nice out, and then now that all the tee boxes are opened up, it's like added sixty yards onto everything. So like, your average par three went from being like a hundred and thirty yards, and I was like consistently getting on every time and feeling then, good about yourself. Yeah, and then four putting, and then uh, <laughs> and then the trust back. It's like. Every single par three is 185, and it's like, damn, well, now I have to think about for the to get par on this hole, like, this is my spin, this is where it needs to land, or this is what it needs to, to you know. But that's all other stuff. But, yeah, so, like, that's your – we're going to keep this one relatively short because we got, you know, our course review coming up. Um, but, you know, that's how it's calculated. Like I said, if you're really struggling, um, you know, and, and you're showing up with your buddies and your buddies have been playing and they want to play all the way back from the tips, like – Go ahead and, you know, don't play with them anymore and play at, uh, you know, go ahead and play at your local place play and, at your local and, and by yourself and, and get yourself built up. Dude, yeah, fucking get yourself, get yourself, don't freaking hate your golf game at first. I, I did that. I made, I made the cardinal mistake of doing so, but I feel like your outlook's completely different. I don't know. I don't know what finally clicked. Where I was like, dude, we can't get mad at ourselves. Like, we don't practice enough. We don't dedicate ourselves enough. And then, like, one day you're like, I'm going to commit to myself that if I practice more and, like, learn more and whatnot, then, like, and then I really can't get better, then I'll let myself quit. And I was like, I've been telling you this shit for, like, six months I know. It's fucking, <laughs> I, I got to just realize it for myself. Yeah. Paul. That's All fair. Right. Well, look, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna intro the course review of the week, but I'm telling you right now, I gotta go see a man about a horse pretty hard. Yeah, and then so we'll, I'll get started on the course review, and then yeah, we go for we it, do have to talk about a uh, uh, an eBay scandal of the week. Oh, eBay scandal of the week! I can't wait! I can't wait! <laughs> I can't wait! Because I know exactly where this is headed. One hundred percent. All right, so I'm gonna get us uh, kicked off on this course review of the week, Green Tree Golf Course. Uh, it's a uh, our kind of our local municipal course down here. Um, they do offer memberships. Uh, if you're there on a Sunday morning, they usually have uh, kind of like a gentleman's uh, league that goes on. Um, we are not members of that, but it's not bad. Uh, it's in Egg Harbor Township, so South Jersey area. It's 18-hole, par 72, 5,600 yards, so it's short. Um, two holes only have water hazards. Uh, the one thing about Green Tree Golf Course is they, if you haven't played it within the last couple months since the wintertime, they have added um, – or they've redone all their car paths. They actually have added asphalt to the car paths. So they're definitely a lot, a lot nicer. It is a very, very compact course. A lot of tree lines, a lot of rough, a lot of fescue. It definitely tempts you to try to play different shots. Like there's always areas where if you can split a tree line, 
you know, you can get there and, and you can get up top and make birdie. Um, there, uh, the actual water holes are lateral hazards, um, so that adds a little bit of difficulty to it. Nothing too crazy, uh, but it does offer a bunch of different challenges. Um, on their website, it's greentree.aclink.org. You can take a look at their course layout. Um, most of their holes are, are are relatively short. I mean, you're you're getting par fives at 468 yards from the tip. So, once again, 5600 yards. It, it's not a huge, huge. Um, it's not a huge step up, you know, to, to try to score here. They do have a par six, which is a 676 yard hole. Um, it has two horizontal water hazards, but you want to play them laterally. Um, it really doesn't come into play unless you're, you're really hitting a slice way off path. Besides that, my biggest gripe with this course is that their par threes are ungodly short. Um, you're averaging like 110 yards. It, it's just for me they're tough um but it's very compact uh greens are kept relatively well you know it's a municipal course so it gets as much love as it can get we'll say my gripes besides the par threes being super short is that it is right next to a large bay area and the issue with that is when you get your wins you get your wins and if you've played there you understand that the the holes that are closer to that tree line and to that water that you have to lay up to get onto, if your ball gets up, it is just going to hang and hang. And, uh, yeah, it, it's just, it's rough. Um, besides that, it's relatively, it's priced relatively well. Um, towards the summer month, they're getting more towards the 60 to $70 range. Uh, they do have a small, like, eight-person driving range. You are hitting off the grass, which is kind of nice. Just be careful if you play anything if you have a cut you're playing anything to the left you are going to hit a vehicle driving into the course and you are 100 responsible for that neither of us have done that but that is a thing um it does alternate relatively well between the dog legs there's about two that are just sharp 90s um so you're kind of forced to lay up but it gives you enough that if you can you know, hit 150 to 175 straight and then do repeat that, you can still get on the green in two and, and really try to score on that course. Um, besides that, like I said, they do offer memberships. Um, if you're a resident in the county, uh, you can do $650 for a weekday membership, $900 for any day. Non-resident is $950. You do not get a cart, uh, cart pass included with it. It's $14.00. Before one, twelve after one, ten after four, you can, you can get a yearly cart pass for six hundred dollars. So it's relatively inexpensive. Um, they have a small esque locker room. Uh, you do not get an actual locker in there. They have kind of the gym style lockers. They do have a uh, a little bit of a restaurant. Um, staff is super super friendly, but it is more like a uh, snack stand than anything. Uh, the pro at the course is a nice guy. Um, they offer a couple pairs of different foot joy shoes. Um, Titleist golf balls is really all they have there. Besides that, it's really a no frills, get out and play. Um, you can walk the course. It's not really seen too often. But I will say because it is a shorter course distance-wise, the pace and tempo is kept fairly quickly. Um, so if you get out there in the middle of the summer when people are playing there more often, because all the other courses are double the price, um, you really need to keep up with your pace of play or you will have kind of 
people right up your butt and they will be all over you. Um, besides that, John is still MIA in action, which is okay. Uh, you can book online. I do want to get some of his thoughts on this. Um, but it's really your no frills municipal course. Uh, there's really not too much to it. Now, I will say because of the par 6, it's a 37-38 out on the front 9. It's a 35-36 out on the back 9. So you can either play it as a total of your 72 or your 74, which isn't, you know, you can figure that out on your own when you get there. Um, but besides that, there's really not too much to it. And welcome back, John. Dude. I almost freaking died right there. Your face is red. Did you turn the heat on? I don't know. I turned the fan on. I turned the fan on. I had to take my fucking shirt off for that <laughs> one. That's where we were at. That's the level of that's the level of pain I was in all of a sudden. Fair enough. So I went over pretty much everything. We went over the memberships. We went over a little bit of the course layout, um, how short the par threes are, the yeah. water hazard. So went over the driving range, the snack stand restaurant. Um, so let me hear, I, I went over my gripes with it. What, uh, let, let's get some of your pros and cons. Um, so the, so the pros are, it's a municipal cheap. Yep. It's cheap. Let's go. Let's do this. Yeah. It is two miles from our house. Yeah. Right? Um, so it, it's cheap to the point where I was like, we should get a membership here. Yeah. You know, because even if we don't go every week, it would still it's pay cheap for enough. itself. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize how short <laughs> Uh, we talked about the one last week being short, and yeah. that's a thousand yards longer than this one. Yeah. So, like, we should probably start playing from the tips, huh? Yeah, I was kind of going over like it, it's there are a lot of sharp. I will say that this course you have to manage. Like, you really have to manage. Like, a lot of yeah. times it, it's not even worth it to pull a driver out. You know, if it's a four hundred, like if 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 it's a shorter par four. And you're hitting a driver, and you really got on it, and you're up there, you know, two seventy five. But it's a, you know, four hundred yard par four. You know, like you, you, you really like this is a course where you can work on. Okay, what is my comfortable shot to get on the green? Yeah, you know, and that, and it's a lot of narrow, and all the holes run parallel with each other, and it's very, very narrow. And there's a, I mean, I'm sure you touched on it, but there's a par six. I did. Which is so weird to me. Imagine if that wasn't a par six, it'd be like it'd be like fifty four hundred yards. Yeah, I don't know that anybody would par that hole. Now, no, but I did go over to like some of the you know number one. I hate the par threes because they're super short and they're just like un- uncomfortable. Like a hundred and nine yard shots, just not yeah. comfortable. Yeah, there's um, a, there's one par three that just eats my golf balls <laughs> every time. Remember that was the one where I was like, might as well be a fucking wishing well. I was die- that was uh. Yeah, that was what, bad. 12 or something, right? I yeah. Can't, yeah, I think it's like hole number 12. This 10. Is 10. Hole 10. There's just there's just a little like creek right in front of this but thing. The, a the, little pond. The difference between the tips and your whites are 200 yards. Like, oh, it's, okay. It's so, not like a huge difference. Yeah, we're not losing anything. Really. No, like, it, like for example, that part, the uh, par three on the 10th, it's blue is 152, white's 145. Yeah. Like it's seven yards. Yeah, right. Um. What else do I like about this course? Oh, I like that there is a grass driving range. Yes. I just said that. Do not pull your ball to the left or you're oh, going to no, hit dude. it on coming cards. Yeah. Like there's people just walking in like, what the fuck? Yeah. No, that? but you're 100% right. Like that is that's something that not a lot of our courses offer. Yeah. And it's a city course. You know, if you get a city card or whatever, this it's, it's essentially like a punch card. Right. You know, you, you, you get cheaper rates, blah, blah, blah. But 
I mean, rates are so freaking cheap anymore, like here, and it's and it's and it's a good course to go play on. Um, now, the one thing I did touch on was that um, because it is a shorter course, and because all of our other courses eclipse this price by more than tenfold. It feels like that in the summertime, it can get pretty freaking slammed, especially like yeah. that Sunday morning league can be a bit of a mess. Yeah. Um, it's it can get. Yes, it can get very cramped. Um, we my wife and I went there to play 18 one night at like four o'clock. And again, it's a fifty six hundred yard course. You should be able to blow through it. in yeah, you know, in three hours or whatever. Yeah. Three and a half. Um, we had to start at 10. And work our way back to the back back to the clubhouse, and then start at number one again. Right. So it you know it, they cater to the men's league, which is nice if you're in the men's league. Right. I'll tell you that. It's, yeah. It's nice. Um. Or league, whatever. I don't know if it's a men's league theoretically, but yeah. I mean, um, I don't mind this course at all. Yeah. It's a it's a membership. The membership was. Did you go over how much the membership price went over the membership? Yeah, dude. The the daily cart fee or the yearly pass. Yeah, like honestly, like it's not bad. At yeah, all. for like a couple, like a thousand bucks or twelve fifty, something like that. I can't. Even, it's it's nine hundred for residents. Yeah, like, are you kidding? Yeah, Plus no, the cart fees are cheap. Yeah, so yeah, I think it's worth every penny. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I like Green Tree a lot. Um, it's a fun little course to play. Uh, the you hit the nail on the fucking head, dude. That the that the the, the par threes are just the worst. Absolutely, you know, and it's just flat. It's yeah. just flat. It's flat on it's the par flat. threes. Like it's just you're flat. You're you're a pin high the entire time. Yep. It's just and you're just staring. You're staring at something that looks like you should just hit a putter. But you have to hit it over water. Yep. Like, it's just. green. Greens are fun, too, because they're not super challenging. And you kind of feel like your putting game is getting better that week. You know, you're just like, oh, man, it's really turning the corner. <laughs> I only three-putted 16 <laughs> times today. <laughs> but, no, I mean, realistically, like, it makes you feel good. The first, yeah. hole, the first hole is deceivingly long, too. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, well, I'm sure But that comes it. in, like, the game management, like, once yep. again. You know, like, it's. Your 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 approach shot is actually unless you're playing a slice, your approach shot is going to be longer than your drive, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah, I check swing. I remember last time we went there, I like I check swing the driver. I did like maybe a three quarter swing and yeah. I put it in the woods. Yeah, I'm like, wow, well, that, that was yeah, that was. We were like, I love that ball. <laughs> and that's tough on the because you hit a good drive, you know, but it's just like it's yeah. just so cramped. But you know, you go 175 yards up when you got 212 <laughs> to the green. You oh, know, yeah, like you're yeah. you're either trying to smoke a four iron or you're hitting some kind of hybrid. Like it's yeah, yeah. I popped one right on the green last time when I played with my wife that day. I actually, I was in the woods right at the dog at the dog leg. Yeah, and I just I I smashed a four iron and put it right on the green. I was like, I can't believe I fucking did that. Like that was a good shot. You know, it was like one of those one in a million shots where I felt real good. And then I, you know, pulled the driver out for the next hole and I was like, Oh, that's right. (laughs) That's right. I fucking forgot. Um, but yeah, I, all in all, what do you, what do you think? Did you go? I'm sorry. I'm I'm coming in off of this. Yeah, no, I kind of went over like, uh, you know, it, it, it is short. Like I, you know, it's fun. I don't mind it. I don't mind going playing there. I usually have a good time. Yeah. Um, it's not, like, my favorite course, but, like, it's it's challenging enough for me that I 
looking at it for like the first time the other day, like I didn't realize it was only fifty six hundred yards. Me either. You know, like and I'm and I'm still trying to play under hundred on this field. No, it's it's definitely fun. Um, they do get some flooding, but like in the summertime, yeah. it's not bad. But I did say, you know, they they redid the car pass. They're you know they're asphalt now, which is yeah. super nice. Like it definitely. Yeah, the county's putting money into it, and this is another this is another course where you can you can walk up and just go, hey, are we fucking around here? Or are we gonna have? Yeah, yeah. There's no car curls, but like there's also like no you know if you want to bring beverages on. It's one of those courses that every single hole you look in the trash can and. Just yeah. f- it's filled with aluminum bottles. Yeah, aluminum exactly. Cans. Like somebody, somebody's out there having a good time, right? You know. But yeah, it's a good, it's a good course. It's not like it's not my favorite in the world, but I will tell you, for a course that's this close, it's it's super convenient. Hundred percent, and it's not much more in season than what our local nine hole par three is. Yeah, so, exactly. Not which not at all. I don't know why we haven't reviewed that one. Well, like I don't know why I we haven't. Think, I think fucking... it's because we're both so. I think it's because we're everyone's just so traumatized by this course that this is it's a, it's our white whale. We never do good. We never we never do good. We never do well on this course so at we, all. The weekend that you guys went away and Ashley and I played Shoregate, we went there the night before to get a quick nine in, and we walked, and that was the most frustrated I've ever been playing golf. Walking, I didn't lose a ball. I just could not hit a ball. To I, save my life. Right. I was the, it was the w- absolute worst. I just was, it didn't matter what I did. Positive, happy thoughts, sad thoughts, mad thoughts, whatever. I say fuck it. Let's let's review Hamilton Trails on we the can't. next one. Oh, on the next one. Yes, on, on the, the next, next one. Yeah, yeah not yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. What? Oh, it's, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, it's still early. We're it's like, we're, early. we're like, we're gonna get this done early tonight. It's we're fucking ten you. o'clock. It's ten fifteen. It's ten o'clock, and I just, I just freaking just blew your fucking bathroom to bits. All right, it's the basement bathroom. The yeah. only problem with that is the low rider toilet. It's very short. Yeah, man, I couldn't yeah. stay on it very long. No, no, your legs fall asleep. So <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna leave it at that with the course review. Green Tree Golf Course. You can book online. Um, have a ball. Let us know uh, when you're done playing it. And they always hit you with the hot deal. Yes, they always hit you with the hot That's deal true. on Golf Now. Yeah, Golf Now. Do it up. Yeah. So. Um, but if you aren't going to show up, make sure that you oh, cancel your round. Yeah like two days in advance because they will charge you and green chew but like, i don't know the diet i accident so paul's saying i referencing the time that i accidentally booked it for the same day so i booked it for so we were looking for um a tea time whatever on a saturday and for some reason i booked it on a thursday morning like i booked it for the that time on a thursday morning and i was like oh shit and i just rebooked the new tea time and I was like, I will cancel this tea time when I when I get time. Like, I, I'll cancel this in a second. Like, he uh, whatever. Not, he did not cancel. I completely forgot to cancel it. And then all of a sudden, I got an email. It was like, how is your, you know, 9 a.m. tea time at Green Tree? And I was like, oh, fuck. I forgot all about that. And what happened was, was I just completely forgot to do it. And then I basically no-showed the tea time. which So I can't really be mad at them for it, but. I mean, the second time that it happened, I called the clubhouse <laughs> and was like, hey, like, I want to rebook this for a different time. And they were like, all right, cool. Yeah. And then, like, it, I still got charged. Yeah. So, like, they were like, I called golf now. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to, you know. And they were like, oh, yeah, we don't care. Like, yeah. 
Yeah. So if you are going to do that, like the hot deal is great. Make sure it's for the right day. Yeah. Make sure you don't make sure you don't fuck it I, up. That's, like the, I that's the danger of the hot deal. So yeah. eBay, I actually have one good thing about eBay and I actually have one like super disappointing thing about eBay. Today. So Paulie did a thing on the bay. Yeah, but I feel like I should lead with the disappointing one. Go ahead. I'm listening. Um, So I got uh, a polo the other day from Grace and Clothiers and um, polo slapped. It was roomy enough, but, like, still with a little bit of a slimming cut, like, super good quality. So, I'm like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to go on eBay. And they're, like, super expensive on their website. I'm like, going to go on eBay. Like, somebody did that one for, like, 20 bucks and, like, $5 shipping. I'm like, Psh, done. You know, I have it for my honeymoon. And it says, like, right on there, like, shirts as good as new. You know, like, minor pilling at the collar, blah, blah, blah. Look at the pictures. Looks great. Done. You know, 20 bucks out the door, whatever. Comes in today. I'm, like, super stoked. Now, I will say 99% of, like, the, the polos and stuff and shirts I get on eBay come, like, freshly dry cleaned. Like, everything is primmed. It's pressed. It looks super nice. And this picture on the mannequin, that's how it looked. So it showed up, and it has uh, buttons on the, the sides of the collars, on, the, like, the, the lapel of it. And I'm like, all right, like, that's weird button in the picture, but, like, they probably washed it, whatever. So, like, I pull it out of the bag, and you just see it's, like, pink and white striped. And you just see like an orange sweat stain all across Ew. the chest, all the way around the back. I emailed the guy instantly. I sent him a message. I'm like, hey, like it says nothing about this in it. Like, you know, what the fuck? And he's like, oh, that's weird. I didn't notice that. Like, you can try washing it or you can return it. I was like, yeah, please send return people. <laughs> like, I don't even yeah, want to wash this. this. That's is... so gross. Yeah. It, 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 listen, I, I'm sure every other shirt that I purchased at one point had one of them, too. But, like, it, it just kind of skeeved me out that, like, it was yeah. orange. Yeah. It's like it's like finding a hair in your food. <laughs> you know, like, most of the time, like, most of the time the hair is there and you're like, oh, shit. I, you know, I'll act like I didn't notice that, you know, or, like. Like, I, for me, it's like I'm never going to not just eat my meal because there's a hair in your food. Like, you know, that shit just happens. Like, yeah, I guess I'll, like, I'll, I'll literally open up my lunch and, like, a piece of, like, one of my dog's hairs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just right. gets everywhere. Like, ah, whatever. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I mean, that, like, woof, man, that's that's that. Yeah, so that man. was a bummer. And it was even more so of a bummer because he is a 100% hot, positive, review, uh, reviewed person with, like, over, like, 5,000 reviews. So that was just – it was – and I know it's the same exact polo because it had, like, whatever invitational printed on it. Like, it's the same exact one that's on the mannequin. Um, it just, like, it was, like, ironed on the mail. So, basically, they probably fucking wore it. Yeah, and, right. And just fucking threw it, like, wore it one more time and threw it in the bag and sent it out. My goodness. Yeah, so that was a huge bummer. But my positive Yeah, tell us purchase, the positive, Paulie. If, uh, if you saw on our Instagram story the uh, – the little meme that we put on there and, and as we can get out and get some more content maybe we'll definitely you know fulfill that promise of keeping up with it is i did buy a scotty cameron putter on the bay my man and as we were sitting here starting the podcast i got the shipping so unfortunately i will be a ne away next week but the wonderful thing about tracking is i can tell john hey i need you to go over to my house get that putter and bring it back to your house dude i get it i'll, I'll take care of it for you no problem no problem at all. But yeah, so I um I I don't mind a blade, um, but I've been really digging into the mallet style. Um so currently like I, I will play um my tailor made spider. I do I don't know, something about it. I just do freaking love that putter. Um I have an Odyssey uh white hot number seven, which is a very similar call style putter. Do you like that? 
And I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'll get the basically Scotty Cameron version of that. So I got a Phantom 5.5, 35-inch. Um, the one thing about it is the shape on it is that they are – it's a slant back, but it these will play very similar to a blade as far as if your traditional toe-hang putter, you usually have some kind of wrist turn. I do not lock my arms. I know I – for every time that you think you're doing something right with your swing, 99% of the time you're not doing it until you see it on video. I will say that my putting, I do that is the one thing that at least my swing uh, is pretty solid on. So, yeah, I went on the bay. Um, I got it for way less than retail. Um, I'm assuming it's mostly because it doesn't have a Scotty Cameron grip on it, but I would have changed out that grip anyway as I'm a big fan of the Super Stroke Tour 1.0s. No pistol grip. I don't. I can't handle the gat. Oh, you about to you about to you about to hit us with some knowledge again, Paul? <laughs> yeah, no. So that that's the grip that I like. It's a little bit bigger than uh, you know what you normally get standard on a club. Like I said, it's no pistol, so the pistol grip towards the butt end of it basically has like a it it flares out, so it feels like what a bottom of like an old like revolver would flare out like. Dude, yeah, I know too much about grips. You're the fucking man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Paulie. Well, I think we should. We should stop it there. But we are going to record some content with our Scotties because everybody wants to see that. Yeah, show, yeah. Right? We we'll definitely have a, a big showing of it. Um, and then hopefully my hopefully my golf journal putter uh, cover will be in too. <laughs> so we'll be able to test it out. So thanks for listening. We know this is a long episode, but we will not have an episode next week because I will be away. So I apologize for oh, that. Yeah. And, you know, you'll miss me very much. So, yeah, thanks for listening. Once again, like, subscribe, share with your friends. Uh, we're under Instagram at, at missing the fairways, Twitter fairways pod. And, you know, as always, um, you know, email any questions, comments, concerns at missing the fairways at yahoo.com. And yeah, definitely get involved on our Twitter. We're going to be doing some questions and things on there. Maybe, uh, a couple, um, polls and whatnot. So yeah. Uh, fucking find us guys. Come on, help us out. Yeah. We're not, we're not really that hard to miss. <laughs> so, all right. Well, thanks again for listening. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you in two weeks. Get some good content on your honeymoon. Too, I will. Please. Golf, con- golf content. See you, John. <laughs>